Now we're going. And we're live. We're going at it now. Awesome. Uh, and so, um, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see how, uh, how the old playoffs sort up after this week. Football playoffs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Who? Well, you for the 49ers. I feel like they're probably the favorite right now in the NFC. I don't know. The Eagles are obviously probably the uh, favorites, but I feel dude, like the Niners are hell, like People are saying they're now like switching to the Niners. The Niners look good. Uh, just because they all, they're all saying, kind of like the Vikings thing, they're all they're saying they peaked too early or whatever. Who, um, the Eagles? Eagles. Um, and there's Jalen Hurts is like Hurts is like a question mark behind him. Is he still not going to play? Uh, no, he's still playing. He's okay. going to play. Um, but they're saying he's got like a still has a shoulder injury and they interviewed him and was like, hey, this isn't the first time I've been playing with an injury or whatever. You know what team is kind of winning me over a little bit right now is the Jaguars. The Jags? The Jags are giving me the same feeling I have towards like the Lions. Like, uh, exactly. Like, yeah. I have like that, I've been wanting to see Underdog, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. yeah, I've been wanting to see Trevor Lawrence do well and now that he's actually <clears> doing well, it's it's kind of cool. I sent Trey this Instagram reel uh, yesterday because they were inter- like it, it, Trevor Lawrence was doing like this post game interview mm-hmm. or something like that, and uh, he was talking about the the Jocko good thing. Yeah, because he said he's like the coach. He's like, oh, it's spring training or you know preseason or or some number early season. Shows his videos by his name like Jocko. Jocko. He's like, you know, <laughs> he's like talking about you know always like some bad happens good. Good. You know, he's like he's like he's kind of a running joke on the sideline all season. He's like, and after I throw through my third or fourth pick, you know, when the offensive line comes to me, like. Good. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> That's oh, what I said at the I had to show you when we get done with this podcast. That's actually good. I mean, they're scary, man. Um, but they got to get up to Kansas City and it's cold. They got to be Kansas City at Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes, I think Andy Reid's is like, so fun fact of the day. Andy Reid is like 28 and 10 on a, after he has a bye week going into the playoffs. 28 and 10? 28 and 10. Um, and so it's not looking good for him. Uh, I mean, if I'm Batman, I'm not betting on the Yeah, Jaguars, and Patrick so, yeah. Mahomes, I think he's undefeated in the first round of the playoffs, mm-hmm. so that's going to be tough to beat them boys. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. It's going to be tough to beat them. Uh, and then the Bills and Bengals game should be a good game. Bengals are underdogs. What's the spread on that game? Uh, I think it's like four or something like that. You placed any bets this weekend? I did, I did. You put it. You put some bets down? I did, absolutely. On the Niners, I'm assuming? Uh, yeah, but I took... I, I like I'm, I played with it a little bit. I didn't take them on a money line or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I like I bought myself points. Just what does that case. mean? So let's say like the spreads minus four. Like right now, I think it's like last time I looked at it was like three and a half Niners. So the Niners would have to win by four points, right, for you mm-hmm. to win your bet. And then the Cowboys would be four point underdogs. So as long as they either lose by three or less or win the game, you would win yours, right? Okay. And so I bought seven and a half for the Niners. Have you ever placed a bet like on these random things, like who's going to win the coin toss? See, I don't understand how people make those because like on all my... Is that not available to do that? On my, I think it's on certain apps you can do certain different things, mm-hmm. right? And like so little like, like weird stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, like weird, like you would have to like... Like who scores look the... Look up, Who's hey, going to score the first touchdown of the game? Exactly. Like, right. you, no, they, they all have all the... Like, don't go to, like, either a team or even by player, won't they? Don't by go, player, like, yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, this past weekend, I didn't win really any, like, I didn't put any money on the actual winners of the games. Mm-hmm. But I did prop bets, which would be, like, if I were, if Trevor Lawrence threw for 200 yards or Trevor Lawrence four touchdowns or whatever. Um, that's what I did this past weekend. But this weekend, I put some on, on the Niners. I feel like the sports betting could be a slippery slope. It's a, it's a slippery slope. I feel like if you got a, 
I think it's, I feel like some people, if you're not if you don't know how to rein it in, it could get away from you quick. I think you can lose it very fast. Mm-hmm. If I imagine, I imagine it's I mean, it's like probably like drugs or anything like that. Like yeah, you, I mean, it's you, still like anything. Yeah, else. it's still like an addictive thing that you could probably yeah. like go down that slope with. Um, so you definitely would have to be be careful. But with overall, it. I mean, you've been it's kind of like, is this kind of your first year kind of doing it a little bit to a degree? Uh, since November, yeah. Yeah, and you've yeah. made more than you've lost for sure, huh? Oh yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Um uh, I think I'm like up like I'm up like <laughs> Kills me pulling in the Lamborghini. Yeah, I'm not, gonna, not gonna say anything on this. <laughs> <laughs> not putting Kel in an Alec situation. Because I was talking to Jacob about it the other day and and he's got an addictive personality, like he says, and you know, he's got that engineering mindset and he'd have like it's, it's one of those things like you have like this false, uh, I think like some people probably have this false confidence to where they really analyze it and do analytical data. Yeah. Feeling like they're, you know, the data's on their side and some shit just never doesn't work. I'm more way. on like, I look into like a bunch of apps to like see what are the odds of them winning. And like, mm-hmm. so like the Jags playing Kansas City, and the Jaguars have like the worst defense in the league, like top 20. Worst but Kansas City, yeah. With against Kansas City's offense, like there's no way they're losing that game, mm-hmm. right? Now, there's obviously flukes and, like, there's percentages and all that. Um, but there's different, like, like, you can go on the ESPN app and, like, look at, like, statistics and, like, see all that kind of stuff. I feel like the only type of betting I would do or, like, sports betting with that is, like, for instance, like, in that particular game where, let's say the odds are 10 to 1 for the Jaguars to win. Mm-hmm. That's putting, like, $20 down. Knowing there's a high chance of probably going to lose to $20, but there's also a very good upside yeah. making a lot of money off that $20. You know, just and just be like, ah, like I'm, I'm definitely nice gonna lose. 20, I'm definitely gonna lose twenty dollars, but every so often it's gonna pay off. It's gonna pay off. Yeah. yeah. Um, now I wouldn't do it a whole lot, but I would do it here and there just to do here it, and just, there. just, just to kind of make a big like win on a bet. You know, because you, it's not a really high risk, right? You like yeah. you're only putting down twenty bucks. See, that would be like a game. But like, you could win a lot if of money. You're gonna do that. I would say do it on like a, like a Bills Bengals situation where the Bengals are like underdogs, right? But the so, thing is though, like, like it has to be like probably. Because, I mean, if I, like, for instance, that game, that game probably doesn't have, like, a humongous percentage difference, though, does uh, it? It's, like, sitting at, like, like 100 plus 190, so you get two times your bet almost. Yeah, that's only, like, 40 bucks. Yeah, yeah, right. So you're not but, like, for instance, like, like, let's, say you, let's say, for instance, you put it down with the Jaguars. Like, you're talking like, about, what, like, March Madness situation. Like, but, you're going into March Madness. But what I'm saying is, is, like, let's say even with the Jaguars, like, what's the spread on, like, what's the difference on that one? So, like, if you it's put, like, like $20. Half or something. So, so if you put, like, $20 down, game, yeah. so you may win, like, 200 bucks. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's worth it, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, if you're gonna, sure. I mean, I would do it for something like that, right? That's not a bad idea. Now, you could also do like something like March Madness where you pick like a 14 seed to win it all. Yeah. Right? And like you put $10 down, that's you could make a million. <laughs> a million dollars off of the yeah. $10 bet, you know? Something stupid like that. I think that would be worth it, too. I mean, obviously, you know the fact that you're going to be part ways, like I'm going to lose this money. but You just have to be aware, like, also, like, there's professionals that do this for like a living, mm-hmm. and they're still losing, like, three to like five bets in a row and then they'll go on like a hot streak right like you you can be the best in the business at this and i still think you're gonna lose it's but probably it's the, all about being profitable profitable right well yeah so but, i mean they're, they're winning more often than not though I'm oh assuming. yeah i mean like i think they probably win more like i said those guys of the time. are winning like 65 75 percent of the time really um which still doesn't seem like a humongous percentage but no no um so like you're it's you're gonna lose gonna lose like there's no way you're gonna lose but if you lose let's say in a weekend you lose twice but you hit yeah one 
that one time you hit might cover all mm-hmm. your losses plus some. Because I've never really done any sports gambling, so I don't, I'm not as familiar with it as. Yeah, I feel more comfortable doing that than like going to a casino and just slapping slots. Well, that's really like, randomized that's at like, that point. I ain't no shot of winning that. Well, that's right? really randomized. Yeah. There's no there's no strategic other than like just pressing press buttons. Exactly. You know, that's really just luck um, at that point. And besides, like, I mean, even like. Let's say like blackjack, right? Like cards. Cards. Like blackjack steals random as shit also. Mm-hmm. Unless you're card counting. I don't know how that works, but Yeah. Um, I don't that stuff either. I feel like your best bet there would be like poker if you actually yeah. like learn poker, right? Um Have I told you that Houston Texans game uh story with the guy sitting next to us? Mm-hmm. Alright, then we'll move on because I'm sure people are tired of hearing about this. <laughs> so we're uh this is this is before we had kids. So this is probably about seven, eight years ago. Me and Kaylee went to a Houston Texans game. Mm-hmm. And we're sitting there, and this guy sitting next to us, and uh, you know he's drunk. Probably about halfway through the game, he starts talking to us and asks us where we're from. We're like, "Oh, we're from Lake Charles," and he's like, "Oh my God, I love your city. It's just like Las Vegas." <laughs> I'm like, "No, not really." <laughs> I'm glad you think that. <laughs> I'm glad you, I mean, I guess if you strictly stay at the casinos, it could give you like a Las Vegas vibe. You take but, a freaking lamb or a car from. The Golden Nuggets of LaBerge, maybe. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Maybe sorry to say in like just that like little spot. In the casino? <clears throat> maybe so. You get that vibe. But yeah, he was like, I love your city. It's just like Las Vegas. I'm like, <laughs> no, 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 no nothing like close. Las Vegas. Not even close to it. But anyways, uh, so as promised, like we talked about last time, we were talking about the intramural open uh, being a possibility mm-hmm. and whatnot. We had put a poll out. Uh, about a week ago or so about the interval open and obviously most of you guys want to do it. And so we're going to kind of break down what our structure is going to be of the intramural open. Uh, and so I guess the first things first for anybody who's listening to this who has no idea what the hell we're even talking about yeah. what the intramural open is. Uh, so since I'm going to do a, bit, a lot of talking a little bit, I'm going to let you do this part. Okay, well. you tell. So first off, what is the open? Okay, so now the open is pretty much CrossFit HQ puts out a workout. Um, this week, this time it would be three weeks, right? Um, it's so three weeks, about two, three, three weeks now. Um, and kind of how it works is CrossFit Open releases a one workout um, that the whole world can do. Um, mm-hmm. So as long as you sign up and you pay your dues, you can pretty much participate. Mm-hmm. Um, and normally the workouts range anywhere from like, let's say on the shorter side, maybe like 10 minutes. Okay, probably looking at more along the lines like 15, 20 minute workouts. Mm-hmm. Um, but the cool thing about it is, is, you know, normally you can like stack and see how you do in the state. Um, normally you can see how you, if you want to do, if you want to look at it like that, essentially Um, it's like the first, so like if you're, if you're somewhere familiar with how like the sport of CrossFit is, right. It's like the very first stage of about four stages leading to the CrossFit CrossFit games. games. Right. So it's like a pre-qualifier that they use to start the initiation process of the CrossFit games. You're you're getting, you're kind of like getting people out yeah. of there, right? But it's, but it's open to the whole entire world yeah. to do. And uh, that's initially how it was formed, right? And it used to be five weeks. It used to be five, uh, which thank God it's only three. Lord. Thank God it's only three now. Um, so that's kind of what it, it is, right? Now, you could be listening to this and you're like, well, I don't give a shit about how I rank in the world. I could yeah. care less about that. Like, And that's not what we're trying to center it around, right? We're, it's more just kind of round around, like hyping you up for a set of workouts to mm-hmm. do, right? Um, so it breeds a little bit of excitement and a little bit of energy into the gym for this particular time of the year. And so we haven't really done that the past probably like two or three years, so we want to kind of bring it back a little bit without the connotation of like being ranked worldwide, right? Yeah. Like, And some people 
still are going to be doing that. We're probably about 10 to 15 people will probably sign up for the actual probably opening. Probably like, want to see. Because I know like they have like categories like firefighters, sure. cops, like they have like nurses. Yeah, I think like Cleveland one year got yeah. fittest, fittest nurse in Louisiana that one year. And so, uh, which was his main goal that year. And so it's cool in that aspect since some people really get into that, that part of it. But obviously for the most part, 90 plus percent of people could care less about how they rank yeah. comparative to the world, right? Now, if that's something that you want to do, that's an option to you, but uh, that's not necessarily like the main thing that we're going after, right? Now, what we did before in the past with the intramural open, right, is to add a little bit more fun and joy, not just be so centered about like how you're preparing in the open, like making it to where it's like we're making teams in the gym. And we had like four different teams who had team captains and based off, you know, precision that you had in your team and like, how your individual players did in the in the intramural open also added points to your team stuff like that. that's what we've done before in the past, and so we still want to kind of take some good things from the intramural open that we did in the past and kind of tweak it to a degree to make it um, not drag on as long towards oh, yeah. the end, um, make it enjoyable and fun and exciting, but takes take the good things that we had from the intramural open. And try to eliminate some of the other bad things, yeah. right? I think kind of like mixing the, the good together. Yeah, because I, I know with the old intramural open, you know, people were towards the end, like the decorations yeah. and stuff like that. And it was five weeks, and it kind of towards the end kind of drug on. And uh, I think it kind of ran its course towards the end of it. And so that's why we haven't really done it in the past couple of years. And so uh, I think people are kind of missing it again. And so we're going to kind of bring it back. We're going to try to change it to a degree where it's not – Quite on par to where it was before in the past. We're going to change up and tweak it a little bit. Uh, so, which we've already kind of put that out there. People kind of you know, adjust what we're going to do this year. But um, so, the, what we're going to do this year for the Emerald Open is so obviously the Open will run for three weeks. Uh-huh. We'll do those workouts every Friday for the three weeks. I think starting on February the 16th is the very first one. Okay. So, the 16th, then that, the following Friday, and then the following Friday. Correct. Uh, will be everybody will participate in that particular section. Regardless if you sign up or not, you're still going to do the workouts. Still do the workout so you might as well sign up so. and just do it and have a good time with it. Uh, and what we're going to do for that three-week period is we're going to have the morning crew versus the afternoon crew. Okay. I like Okay. It. So the morning crew will be comprised of the 4.45 a.m., mm-hmm. 5.45, 6.45, 9, and also noon. And noon. Sorry for y'all morning crew. I'm sorry. The afternoon crew will be comprised of the three, four, five, and six. Correct. Okay, so technically it is five classes against four classes. So we already have built-in excuse afternoons. Oh, boy. We have it. Here right. we go. <laughs> but bearing, and you might be like, well, that's about bullshit. Well, the only reason why we're doing that, because 645 is a relatively pretty small class. And so, and I would say on average, the afternoon classes on average, probably average bigger sizes. Probably. I mean, 45 is always a good decent size class, about 15 <clears> to 20. Um, but 545 can kind of range around maybe 10, 645, maybe about five, five. nine, depending on, oh, the, time on the time of the year. I would say maybe 10 there and noon's maybe about 10. And I would say probably your afternoon crews are probably between 10 and 20 on yeah. average. And so, uh, volume of people wise, it, it'll, it'll kind of be interesting how it shakes out wise. I'm interested to see like yeah. what the, cause I'm, I'm sure the morning will have more people, but I don't know if it's going to be about a lot. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, I'll maybe give y'all, like, y'all might have, like, 10 more people than us, maybe. Like, 10, 15 more Yeah. People. And so, obviously, the more people who sign up for those picker crews, obviously, there's a chance you have of winning, yeah. so to speak. 
so the way the point system is going to work, how do you, like, how is this whole, like, morning crew versus afternoon thing shake out? Like, how are we competing against each other, so, so, so to speak? Um, so very first thing is participation alone is what is going to be add the most points to your teams, mm-hmm. right? So the more people you have signed up, the more people who participate in the workout adds points to a team, right? So let's say we have 80 people signed up for the morning crew and 80 people signed up for the afternoon crew, mm-hmm. right? So you have availability of about 80 points available for that particular week for just participation alone, right? So let's say, you know, 75 people participate in the morning and 79 people participate in the afternoon. By participation points alone, afternoon's going to be ahead of the morning crew after week one. In that, and just in that particular standpoint. Now, the kicker here is we're also going to give you negative points if you have somebody sign up for your team who doesn't show up and do the workout. I like that. I like that a lot. Okay, so there's a little bit of accountability aspect. We're doing this. what? Minus two? What are we doing for that? Are we going to go minus two? Are we that? doing minus two? Are we going to go double? I double? Think you should double. Okay, so we haven't discussed that part. So I think you should double. That's Kale's there idea. A, you heard it live. There should be a risk to not doing this workout. Okay, so you get a point for every person who does the workout, and you get a negative two for every person who doesn't do the workout. I like that. Okay, so we're going to say that. All right. Now, one extra wrinkle we're going to throw in with it as well that we talked about before the podcast, which I kind of came up this morning, is you know we still want to add a little bit of a layer of fitness being involved and a little bit of like intensity being somewhat important to the team's still scores. Kind of driving you, right? Where it's not just strictly based off participation, like a participation trophy, so to speak, but a little bit off performance based as well. Is so performance is going to matter to it a degree now. It's not going to be like, you know, your best three individual people, get a top score, whatever it may be. It's not necessarily that. What we're going to do is volume of reps and or time, depending on what the workout is, mm-hmm. right? So if it's based off an AMRAP, so as many reps as possible. So say for the morning crew, we add up all the reps the morning crew did that morning. Let's say it comes out to 3,000 reps, mm-hmm. right, as a whole. But then morning crew has, or afternoon crew has 2,800 reps, mm-hmm. Well, the morning crew had more cumulative reps. So the morning, so morning crew is more fitter, more fit than the afternoon crew in that particular workout. They're going to get an extra, we're going to say between five and 10. We had an extra to put the number down, but it's okay. extra five and 10 bonus points for being more fit in that particular workout than the afternoon crew or vice versa. Okay, so scores do matter to a degree, but also obviously the more people you have to do the workout will also add to more viability that you're going to try to do better. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now... I guess the other idea is you could average. Average? Well, I was thinking about that one earlier. Um, do you like the average? Do you like the I don't know, because then the average then is now based off performance a little bit more. Explain. So meaning, uh-huh. let's say the average score from the morning class is 48 reps. Okay. Let's say the average score in the morning crew is 46 reps. Well, it matters if somebody doesn't do as well in a workout. Sure. Because it sure. brings down your average. I'm going to let you decide that. Does that make sense? I'm going to put that on you. We're doing this live right now. Putting so that on we're kind of hopefully not going to use that. <laughs> so that's also an option okay. to it. It's on you. I'm going to go, as of right now, okay. I'm going to say we go with the former and say that we're going to go by sheer amount of volume of reps. That's what I'm leaning towards. That's what I'm leaning towards. Okay. Is the volume of reps accumulated. I like that. Instead of the average of the score. Does that okay. make sense? Yep. So that's how we're going to, because also that adds in participation and like showing up and doing the workout, right? Because even if you do have, 
so-called a shitty score, you're still adding reps to your team. Throw this out there. Should we make them do it on Friday? I thought about this. Because I like it. I, I think it, I think it you, makes you show up. Yes. I, I do. Th- so here's the thing is... You might end up coming early maybe if you're yes. an afternooner. So I'm going to say the only caveat to that is if we're in... Because the only thing is I don't want people to be deterred. Like, well, I'm going out of town one of these weekends. Okay. And I won't be here, so I'm not going to sign up because I'm not going to be here. You could still do it. So we're going to give you the caveat is the only excuse that you have is you're going to be out of town. Okay. That's like your – that's your way out. That's the only way we're going to give you out excuse. is you're out of town. Now, other than that, though, just because you miss a Friday, just because you missed, then that's a no-go. That's minus two. That's a no-go. It's a minus two for your team. So you've got to show that. up. I love that. Because I don't want the chaos of somebody being like, well, you know, I can't show – like, you know, something's going on like – you know, overslept or, you know, whatever. Maybe I guess I'm going on in the afternoon and so I can't show up. Well, you can. You got to go early. You got 445. Yeah, you might. <laughs> the morning crew not, might not like the afternoon crew showing up. <laughs> or like if you overslept, you got to show up in the more. afternoon to do the workout. <laughs> and so the only caveat we're going to say is like if you're out of town for any reason, I don't want to deter you from not doing the open. And uh, the only reason he brought that up is so you don't have. Because you're going to have that question. We have people showing up at like on Monday. Monday afternoon at 630. Squad at like yes. 630 to do it. Yes. And so. It would always kind of give it away. But yes. That's the only reason I brought that up. Yes. Now, I will say you're still going to have negative points from out of town. For sure. For but sure. But you can also add points to your team. If you're only going out once a week, you still can add more, more availability to your team than you take and away. There's CrossFits everywhere. People. And that is true. That they are everywhere. That you is true. They're more, likely going to be, and they're more than likely going to be doing the open workouts. 100%. Uh, most of them, not all of them. Anytime fitness, you can do it anywhere. That is true. And so uh, it's, it's one of those things where definitely continue to sign up to do it. Uh, so it has to be done on that Friday because I don't want the chaos of doing workouts separately on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday like because that. of that. You know, that adds a little bit more chaos and uh, to the gym during those three weeks. And I don't want that to happen, right? Because it never fails at a five o'clock on the Monday afternoon. You got 25 people in here. Yeah, and you, got, you got two people here trying to do the open workout yeah. during the class. That's always chaotic. And so uh, to help combat that, uh, we're going to say you got to do it on a Friday for it to count. I like that. So to kind of sum it up, morning crew is the afternoon crew. Oh, we forgot to tell them something. What? Uh, the afternooners are the apex animals. <laughs> oh, boy. So, I got to put that I got to put that flyer yeah, out, put that out I put that, I'm going to put it in the Facebook group today. Just letting y'all know, afternoon, but, I got y'all covered. Okay. Uh, we're going to be the Grizzly Bears. So it's the Grizzly right? versus the Apes, right? It's the Grizzly versus the Apes. Okay. So that's, up, that's in the old on uh, debate is, you know, who wins a Grizzly or an Ape in a, in a fight. In a fight to the And death. we're going to find out after and, these three weeks. Don't worry, guys. All right. We're going to win. All right. There's no question that the Grizzlies win. So, it's – so, obviously, a sure amount of people is obviously an advantage. Mm-hmm. So, the more people you get signed up, the more likely your team's going to win. Two, get negative points, negative two points. For not doing it on Friday. For, for not doing the workout, for not being here for Friday. And three, you get bonus points for having a higher volume of score. So that, that aids in the fact of more so conviction, adds more reps. reps whatever yeah, whatever it may be. So if it's reps, it's going to be higher score wins of reps. Mm-hmm. If it's time, lower score wins right. when it comes to reps, right? And so uh, so just, just FYI. Now, what's going to count as participation is – I know originally we said whiteboard. Uh-huh. But I think we're going to have to say sugar quad. I, I think sugar quad's the – 
Best way to do it. Yeah. Um, so you're going to have to log your score in on SugarWide for it to count. I like it. Okay. Uh, it's only, if any of you guys are not SugarWide loggers, just okay, use it for Friday. <laughs> it's just three times you got to do it on yeah. a Friday and you're done with it, right? And so log your score helps us be able to accumulate the data that we need to run the scores that we need to to add to your team scores. And so, uh, morning crew, y'all better get on the noon class about that sugar one thing. That is true. That's all I'm saying. That is a little bit true statement. A lot of minus twos. That is a lot of true statement there. And so, uh, so that'll help aid in uh, a little bit of the accountability aspect of it as well. So, um, that'll be the structure of the URL open. Now, what we're also going to do on top of that to sign up for it, we're going to say a $20 registration fee. Um, And all that money will be used to purchase more equipment for the gym. Okay. Right, because uh, we did that before in the past. Where, well, early on back in the old days, you know, you were having to pay across the dot com uh-huh. or across the headquarters twenty dollars per say in the open, and which some people are still going to do that. But uh, you know, we kind of were like, why are we giving our money to headquarters when we can just do it for the gym and then you, use it? Yeah, and use that money to benefit everybody by purchasing more equipment for the gym to be able to be able to use. Right, I don't want to say like. Just give me twenty dollars on this. Like we're not going to think like, after. Exactly, right? Like we're gonna like <laughs> just have just to have it. We're gonna use the money for equipment purposes, uh, for the gym. So you guys can honestly reap the benefits of more peaceful people participating oh, in that aspect. And so um, then on top of that, the last and final piece to this puzzle is gonna be the fourth week. Okay. Right? So which is optional. It's not mandatory. Do it. it doesn't, and it doesn't even add to the 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 intramural open score. So after the third week, the intramural open is technically so, done. It's shut down. The fourth week, just to add in another piece of fun to the to the whole thing, is we we'll, we're going to do the uh, in-house partner competition again. Okay. Which is open to anybody, and everybody, but you are going to need a partner. Um, we'll do like we did last year, and we'll have registration to kind of see. We'll have uh, RX, intermediate, and scale divisions for male and female teams. If you need a partner for that, obviously, uh, that'll run on that following Saturday after the third week. So, that, so technically, week four is the in-house partner competition. So just like we did last year, you help you need a partner for that. It's optional; you don't have to do it. Um, I think last year we had I know, probably about year. 30, 40 people did yeah. last year, and so um, six or eight beats. What's that? We ran like six or eight heats, did we not? Something like that. Yeah, I think it's like eight heats in all. Yeah. Um, not every more heats are full, more full than other heats, but uh, so we'll run that uh, for uh, the fourth week. Um, but the idea of being roughly three or four scored events. I know last year we only did two scored events because yeah. we kind of involved the open, but this year we're going to separate the open from that, and this is going to be a one day deal where um, it'll be like an actual competition. Actual competition day. Uh, so it would be three or four sporty events. We haven't really came up with the exact structure of that just yet. Um, that'll be the uh, the fourth week. So I believe that'll be early March. Okay. I, don't know, I don't know exactly the time frame on that. So we are going to repeat that again last year because a lot of people really enjoyed that. And so we'll bring it back again again this year. And so uh, is there anything that we missed on that? I'm trying to make sure we got all the no, details I mean, out there. We didn't want to make it overly complicated. No, I feel like it's pretty basic this year. Yeah. Um, I think anybody can follow what we just said for yeah. sure. So, um, so one time to kind of recap the whole conversation with it all is like in the way of the structure, and I guess we can talk a little bit more in just a minute, but is 
morning crew versus afternoon crew, the more people you have, the more likely you are to win because every person who does a workout adds a point to your team. Correct. Then negative two points for everybody not, not participating in the workout who did sign up. And then fourth point is the team with the better scores gets an extra bonus points. Five, five, five to ten extra bonus points. And obviously what we'll do from week to week. So let's say by week one, morning crew has 100 points. Afternoon crew has 90 points, uh-huh. right? It'll just be a running total from week to week. Okay. So it'll just be a sure amount of points. So it's All right, we're back. Back we're on. Called. All right, so, but uh, but it'd be a sure amount of volume of points. So even if you technically have won two, two weeks, three. let's say it's still relatively close by the third week. And third week you just, let's say, Shit, let's say afternoon crew just, let's say, at, let's say in the third week, the afternoon crew's down by 10 points. Okay. But then the third week, morning crew shits the bed. Nobody shows up for the workout. You could easily jump them by easily 20 jump. points. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I like it. It's not, it's not over until it's over. Okay. Does that make sense? I like so that way too. It's I not like, like you get I'm like one like point for winning the first week and two points for getting like second. It's, right. it's a sure amount of volume points. So you're, all, you're in it all the way to the very end. I like it. Unless you like afternoon crew, which pro- they probably will shit the bed hey, in the afternoon. Call just saying. Names. Right. I'm just saying, because I'll be part of the morning crew. Uh, and so um, that'll be the kind of the structure of uh, how that's going to go down. And then I'll see the fourth week being the optional in, in-person in partner competition on top of that. Uh, one sh- I don't think we're going to do an extra fee for that right now. We might do like an extra like maybe $10 if we're going to do for that particular part. Okay. But other than that, though, that's going to be about it. Um, and so... Uh, so if you've never done it before in the past, I know obviously it's been a couple of years since we, and we did the workouts last year as a gym. We didn't necessarily do like we did, we're doing it this year with the way of like the intramural side, but we did do the workouts last year and we do the workouts every year. Um, I don't think there's ever been a year that we've never no, done I mean, them. I know like sometimes we'll have to like change it just for like logistics wise mm-hmm. for the classes. Um, like for instance, if they put like overhead walking barbell lunges or something, yeah, um, like we'll change it to like a dumbbell front rack. Lunge yeah. I think like they've done a little better job of, uh, they're over, getting it together. Over the last week. Because for a while, I, I don't really think they thought about the logistics of what they yeah. were doing. And they were just kind of like, this workout looks fun. Let's do that, right? And like logistically-wise, it was a complete nightmare for an affiliate to run. Like, like you said, that one year. When they did a really good job last year. Yeah. Like, well, it's, it's totally right. condensed, right? Because um, they've done a couple of like walking lunge workouts. And that's really tough to pull off. Um, especially when you're doing like. Like that one year they had the barbell overhead walking lunge. At least like one year they did like a dumbbell lunge. Yeah. But then the year they did a barbell overhead walking yeah, lunge. Chest bar in that workout. Yeah, it had like the rig on top of that. I'm like, we can only run like four people at a time. It was ridiculous. And so um, now it is, like I said, the open is subject to change depending on what they throw out there. But they've done a pretty good job the last couple of years of uh, structuring it to where it's it can be pretty managed in an affiliate. And then, um, and just like normal guys, just like, Every Friday, we'll have our different color variations for you guys to mm-hmm. choose from. Now, if you're actually signed up for the actual open open, you do have regulations on what version you have to do. Yeah, you have like right? three options. Yeah, so you, I think they have, yeah, I think they have like uh, the prescribed option, the scale variation, and they have like something else, I think. Yeah, I don't know. They call it something different. Something weird. And so, yeah, you're actually mandatory to do that particular kind of workout. And so, we'll still have the color variations black all the way down to yellow like we would for the open workouts um so that way you can still get your general workout structure in um which there is a little piece of me that misses the 
making people do a certain version. Yeah. Because you did see people. Well, you get to, you get to see like someone get their first pull up. Exactly. Like right. So, right. Like I saw like like the last person I can really vividly remember this is like with Shawnery. I think we had uh oh she I think she had chest bar pull ups okay. and. Uh, because this is when we didn't have the different color variations. It was like, you either did this version or this version. The only two options you had. It had like chest bar pull-ups. And she was like, I can't do chest bar pull-ups. I remember her being freaking out before the workout. And then sure enough, she did like the whole workout chest bar pull-ups. Yeah. And never done it before. I, I like that. And I'll play devil's advocate real quick. You also saw people literally standing at a exactly. pull-up bar for 15, 20 minutes. Exactly. Trying to get their first pull-up. Exactly. Um, and so there's definitely good and bad to that. Um, like, I mean, obviously, like you said, you get to see people get their first pull-up. Mm-hmm. Like or first bar muscle-up. Muscle up, right? I out. saw so many people get their first ring or bar muscle-up mm-hmm. because of that. Yeah. Um, but also, you might see some some people just struggling. Yeah. I mean, I, I can still remember way back in the old school days with the open. Uh, this is when there was no scale variation this was like it was prescribed like there's like here's the option here's the workout you gotta go do it like there's no option and it's like there was one year i started off with double unders and you have people specifically for 10 minutes trying to do a double under <laughs> and like it's like man like these guys are they're doing it to sophisticate like <laughs> <laughs> sorry shaw if you're listening to this can't throw you under the bus uh it's one of those workouts, it's like, they're not they're not looking to compete, dude. They're just looking to participate and have a good time and like yeah. be a part of the community. And they're literally just sitting there slapping themselves with a jump rope for 10 minutes. You know, which, and I get it, like, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with like getting people outside their comfort zone, but maybe put it like later in a workout maybe. to where you can like get a workout like, in and like- At least you get to like six to seven minutes doing yeah. something and then you get like- stuff, Exactly. Right? And, there, and there's pieces of me that miss the the old no, aspect I didn't because miss that. I didn't you, think that was a cool little aspect. Because you'd had people like, for instance, like, uh, and which were fun workouts as well, where let's say you had like four minutes to do two at, rounds, at, like two rounds of the secret piece, and if you got through two rounds, you got to advance forward and do mm-hmm. like more work. And like it was always fun to see people like try to push to get into like the next you round, and yeah. like and they get in like you're like oh my god, you got like and everybody so freak out right, <laughs> and then but they would lay on the floor like, just because yeah. they finally got into it, and they were like oh, I'm done. I don't want that's all I needed. <laughs> exactly, and so uh, there there are little pieces of it that I do miss, right? Like, um, and so those those aspects are fun, uh, but at the same time, uh, you know, for there are still a lot of people where. Uh, you know, that's not their where their priority lies per yeah. se. Um, they're more concerned with, uh, you know, getting a good workout, like pushing themselves and improving upon themselves and not getting, like sitting there for 12 minutes, which happens the more often than not. So we're using like the, the highlight stories, yeah. right? Which is why they're highlights because not many people do it. But because oh, more often than not, you had more people just sit around yeah. for an X amount of period of time, right? And so... And that was always and one aspect I hated. I think that's why we have so many divisions now. Exactly. And that was always one thing I hated about the Open to a degree was that aspect of having people really not get a workout in. And they'd almost leave here frustrated because, like, I literally showed it for an hour to not then, I mean, to stand also, there for like, an hour. You might be frustrated that this happened to you, but I bet the next week you come and you, like, you go pretty hard in the gym, right? Well, that's and maybe, a little bit. Maybe you have, like, yeah. one to three months of, like, yeah. Really consistent. Well, work. then you had some people that almost was like a motivator for them to where yeah. they're like, well, I'm not next year for the open. I won't be able to do double owners. Right. Exactly. And so, um, it, it, it was a cool aspect in that degree, right. That got people to kind of push them and whatnot, uh, maybe outside their comfort zone. And, and so 
what I'd recommend if like you're kind of hearing this like, oh, it sounds like that's something I actually want to do is like get yourself outside of, outside that comfort zone and like yeah. maybe do a color you're not maybe do a color you're not used to, right? So like you know maybe you're always doing blue and you always do general pull-ups. You've never done chest bar pull-ups before, and you're gonna like well today for the, the open workout I want to try to do chest bar pull-ups, yeah. right? And so maybe try to do purple with the chest bar instead of doing you know chin of the bar, and so uh, that's it's definitely that a time of the year to where you can definitely push yourself outside your comfort zone a little bit and maybe try some things you're not normally used to. Even if there's some self-doubt there to where you're like, I'm not sure if I can lift that barbell or I'm not sure if I can do the speaker yeah. skill. Like doing it and trying it, right? And then, you know, you can even use as a motivator for you for next year to where like, hey, when we do it again next year, I want to be able to do all the workouts, you know, with chest bar pull-ups or bar muscle-ups or whatever that, that movement is that, that pops up that you're like, I want to be able to do that next year. That could be a motivator for some people for sure. And so... um so that, that is the cool, fun aspect of the Open are those things. Um, it's not necessarily the competitive aspect per se. That was the thing of the, of the Open. It was more the, the highlights of people doing things that they had never done before because of what the Open provides, what the atmosphere and the energy that it provides. Because a little bit of it, it, it you know, it, it puts your, put yourself, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Um, kind of put you on the spot, so to speak, yeah. where it's kind of like, like this workout seems to matter a little bit more than normal, right? So I'm going to maybe go... You see people little, push just a little bit harder. <laughs> exactly. So I'm pushing myself a little bit harder than I would normally, okay? Um, so anything else you want to add to it? Uh, I don't think so. So, so hopefully it be a good time. the crying eagle thing real quick. Oh yeah, I guess you've made it this far in the podcast. Yeah. Uh, we have moved the. I need to make a post in the, in the group as well. Um, we moved the Crying Eagle event to the February the fourth. I believe the same time at eleven a.m. Just due to the weather that's going to be happening. I think it's like ninety percent chance. Yeah, just due to the fact that it's going to be super rainy and cold, we figured participation was going to be super and even low. If it doesn't rain Saturday. I'm pretty sure it's raining all Friday night, yeah. so it'd be wet. Yeah, and so participation would follow us and be pretty low, even though we could do it inside. I feel like it'd be different if it was just like cold. Yeah. But just because it's rainy and cold, the combination of those it's two not things. A fun combination. Yeah, I don't feel like a lot of people are gonna get out of the house. Y'all aren't getting out of bed to come work out yeah. in wet and cold. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be different. If it was just cold, like I said. If it was yeah. like forty degrees and we were gonna work out inside, it wouldn't be a big deal. But um, the fact that the combination of the rain kind of was kind of like, eh, I don't know if a lot of people are gonna show up for yeah. it. And so uh, we pushed that event back a little bit further um, into February the fourth at the same time, and hopefully we'll have a little better weather, which I think it's probably gonna warm up towards the end of the month. So in the beginning of February. So we should be able to do it outside, which would be a better option. And so if you made it this far, you now know. Here we uh, go. But also need to make a post in the group as well. Uh, but hopefully, uh, you know, you guys are pumped up and excited for it because I sure am. I think um, it's going to be a fun time, man. It'll be a good time. Uh, we'll have to do like we did a lot. You know what we did before in the past? We also put everybody's name on the board. That's signed up. Yeah. We, need, we need to do that again this year. That way people can see a visual reference of kind of where we cool. are. And we can even do a tally, like morning crew or afternoon crew, like where we're like sitting at numbers-wise. That might be a more simple option. Instead of writing everybody's name on the board, writing tally down, like, hey, right now the morning crew sits at this number, afternoon like crew sits at this number. And so like it's a little that. bit more competitive aspect and like people will jump on people's asses for not signing, not up, signing up. You know, So it make a good time that way. And so, uh, so we'll probably, we'll put that out today. Um, registration, we'll, we'll probably put that out today as well. I need to make a a form for that. So people get signed up for that. Um, oh, oh, last thing, once again, if you made it this far, hopefully we haven't lost you just yet. 
because we're going to get this question, is what if you are a morning and an afternoon person? Oh, that's a good, yeah, that's a good point. I forgot about that part about. So if you're kind of a flip-flopper, depending on what your work schedule is that at that time, uh, let's say maybe you're you automatically do. automatically an afternoon. No, sure. <laughs> so you have to choose. So right from the, you can't like add, so it's not that the fact that whatever time you're working out adds your score. You have to choose your team ahead exactly. of time. Because, so like if you, if you do some morning and some afternoon, so say you take Cooper Bell for instance, right? Depending on the time of that week, depends on when he's going to work out with his work schedule. And so he has to choose ahead of time which crew his points are going to go to. Regardless of what time he works out, he's got to choose his crew, which he's going to be part of the morning crew. He's already stated. He's already said he's a morning crewer. All right? So his points automatically, regardless if he works at 5 o'clock class, his points go to the morning crew. Got it. Okay, you got that, Kel? Mm-hmm. All right, so if you are a flip-flopper that goes from morning to afternoon, depending on what your schedule is, you have to choose ahead of time which crew you're going to be a part when of. When you sign up, you have when to you sign up. So in the form, it'll automatically ask you which part of the crew you're going to be, morning or afternoon, and that's where your points will be allotted. I like that. So just FYI, because we are going to get that question, because we have probably about 10 to 20 people who do that. Probably. Who, who bounce back and forth between morning and afternoon. And so, uh, so hopefully you guys are pumped up, and uh, we'll... Sure. You'll get a lot more information about this over the next couple of weeks. We'll be pushing hard on you guys to do it because it's always a good time. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. See you, man.